Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 okay, we back, <laughs> we black, we, b- b- we b- body b- roll, b- 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 brown, ambition, 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 hey, Mandrew, <laughs> hey, Tiff, I love your oh. dress for summer, I was I'm dressed in my yo, cozy nets for fall, <laughs> we are clearly, we live in the same friends. climate. Yeah, we are clearly, because literally I took a look and that I was going to say the exact thing. I was like, hmm, Mandy's just for fall and I'm clearly just for summer. <laughs> well, I went to a pumpkin patch apple orchard yesterday. So, you know, I, okay. I, I think I've officially like I'm ready for a little pumpkin spice in my latte. I'm ready. I don't I can't do the August, you know, pumpkin spice, that whole vibe. But I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it now. It's Libra season. My birthday is 1016. If you're trying to buy me a present, um, <laughs> I'm an October Libra, the real Libra. Sorry for you, September Libras. Um, so, yeah, honestly, this I'm is a Leo. So I have like, no idea what your sign means. That's how Leos yeah. roll. We <laughs> just care about Leos ourselves. Are, what are, Leos are supposed to be. I've heard, I've heard that Leos are very good looking, which obviously we love that's talking about ourselves. Good looking. Um, but, really? Well, that's, that's what I've heard. I'm also talking <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like making stuff up. No, but I also heard Leos are like, um, you're strong. You're the lion. So you're strong. You're yeah. like savvy. Um, Jarrett was a Leo. So like strong. I know. Savvy. We were almost same B-days. Almost birth- I know. Almost birthday twins. Yeah. Well, do you have any birthday plans? Um, not on my actual birthday, but I am going to Dubai at the end of, at the end of October. Oh, Dubai. Yeah, I'm going to what? Dubai. You're like, what's Dubai? I'm like, that's my fancy way of saying Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Du Bois, W E Du Bois, um, <laughs> dope. Like just vacay, vacay. Yeah. So, um, a friend of mine, Kina, she does this thing called the Dubai Blackout every year. It's like seven years old, and she brings mm-hmm. anywhere from two hundred to like five hundred black people to Dubai every single year. It's amazing. Oh, damn. And so they roll out the red carpet for her because she, it started off because there was one time a, a fair glitch, like a, um. Uh, like an airplane, like, you know, fair glitch, which made mm-hmm. like tickets like $100 or something crazy. And so I'm proud of this black um, uh, travel group called Nomadness that my friend Avita runs. She, she, she kind of started the like the face focused, like black travel movement with Nomadness. And so Keena is a part of it. And so when there was this fair glitch, hundreds of black travelers bought tickets and they were like, so now what? And so Kina was like, oh, let's just organize something. And she just organized a hell of a trip, apparently. And so she's been doing it every year, and it looks so awesome. And so I'm so excited to go to Dubai, Dubai with, like, a whole bunch of black folks cutting up. I'm bringing my sister. I think Cabral might come, too, my fave. Um, So we're going to have a good time. It's, like, a week long. And, yeah, so it's my birthday trip to myself. 
That's lovely. Uh-huh. You know how to do it up. I took a ferry in Newburgh, New York. That was my <laughs> big birthday trip. I've so. been trying to, you know, the last few years I've been trying to take a trip. I used to always travel with my friend um, Madeline. Um, me and Madeline used to like, she has this company called Traveling Mad. I've never heard of a friend named Madeline. <laughs> So what? we used to go to like, we went to I like, one, one year we right did now. Paris and Prague. One year we did Madrid and Morocco. We were into alliterations. Uh, one year we did uh, Bahamas. <laughs> so we used to go every year and have just like, a, she's, it's crazy because Madeline lives in um, Newark. And when I tell you I never see Madeline, like ever, we would only see each other on like our annual trip. Like, hey girl, I know you live down the street, but we're, we're travel friends. <laughs> but then I Madeline just had a baby. friendships like that. Yeah, so she just had a kid, so she's like, um, you know how it is with these kids. That's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's useless. (laughs) No, but she actually just hit me the other day. She was like, girl, this baby's like three now. I want to hit the road again. Where we go? See, that's how I feel. Rio's turning three, and I feel the same way. I'm planning, I'm definitely going on like a solo trip. I love, I I decided, because I don't, I don't know. I just didn't realize until I finally went to like Orlando for that conference that, I had permission to just go by myself <laughs> and I don't have to actually find a trip that me and my husband both like and that's good mm-hmm. for the child. I can just go by myself. Yeah. I told you I really want to do one of those. I know I've seen so many. I know you've done like Sedona, that Arizona mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And yep. then I just randomly, someone was raving about Idaho and how beautiful the scenery mm. is. And I really enjoyed, is Montana next door to Idaho? I've been there. Glacier National Park. I want to go somewhere like that and make it like a wellness type thing. Um, So that's what I'm looking into. If you guys know, actually, someone did um, send me a DM about a trip. So thank you to whoever you are. I don't have your name pulled up, but I need to look into that because I think that would be fantastic. And I have not traveled really well in such a long time. So I'm ready to get back out there. When you travel, like, are you super like, um, um, budget conscious or like what's like what's your what's your financial travel vibe listen i like to think that i paid my dues as far as like roughing it you know after college i lived in (laughs) yeah like after college i lived in south america for six months i used to couch surf before airbnb y'all we had couch surfing and i feel like airbnb killed couch surfing but it was when like just nice people would let you stay with them for free and you would sometimes get like tours and meals made for you. It was so lovely. And I just like couch surfed my way around Chile and Peru and Argentina and, you know, and hostels and all that, you know, so I, I did it. I did that <laughs> check. And now I think I am definitely like, I don't want to struggle. You know, I want to enjoy. So I think I am budget conscious on things that I don't value as much, but my bed, I value. Like I need a good place to sleep. I want good food. You know what I mean? Um, so that's why I'm like quality over quantity. Okay. You know what I mean? No, so, that makes sense. Because same yeah. as you. Like I, I didn't travel in my 20s, but my early 30s, I started to travel. And I did all that, like to your point, because I didn't have any money. So couch surfing, hostels, all that, you know, like flying in the, you know, whatever the cheapest middle seat I could get, you know. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that I did it because I, I just really wanted to get to the destination. Uh, but mm-hmm. now the way these knees are set up at 42, going on 43, I'm <laughs> like, my back sets up when I, when I wake up. Girl, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay now. Like now I understand why they have those massagers in the airport. I'm like, who goes yeah. to those? <laughs> now I'm like, mm, I'll be late for my, uh, my layover. I need to pop in there for a quick <laughs> I think that too, but yeah, I'm like, Mm-mm. the way these creaks and cracks um, are set up, uh-huh. that, like same, <laughs> that like, I, you know, and I just started traveling 
first class regularly, like I want to say last year. I was like nervous too. It's almost like someone po- someone posted. I thought it was funny. It's almost like um, I don't eat like the snacks out of the mini bar in the hotel because it's like you feel like you're gonna re- ruin your family's financial future somehow if you eat yeah. the snacks out of the mini bar. <laughs> and so first class, this just seemed excessive. And even now I have rules. If the flight is like under two hours, I'm not going to do first class because it doesn't really make sense. You know, like you're a two hour flight to me is really Unless like, and I'm points. just like, yeah, I'm just like, eh, it's a, you know, you get like, I guess for me, it's kind of like, oh, I'm just in and out. And I don't want to spend, spend three times the amount, you know, just to be on a flight for an hour and a half. But above that, above two hours, then like I get first class, even if it's the budget Nista, it feels wasteful. Like even though it's like not coming out of my own pocket, I'm like, it's an hour and a half flight. It's a 45 minute flight. Typically for those smaller planes anyway, first class are just like these three seats in the front. And it's like, so I'm paying three times more just to, it's not like, oh, the seats are better, whatever. It's just like, mm-mm, it's just the first three seats. So, um, so yeah, I just started flying first class regularly only with those kind of parameters. And maybe, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll switch on over when my wealth gets wealthier. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely someone now who, you know, I like a really nice hotel. I do like to eat good food. I'm still much like a walker. I love going on tours and things like that. So my yeah. activities are not new, like pricey, but the accommodations are more pricey now. Yeah, for sure. I'm such a fan of like paying for an experience, like paying for a tour now, mm-hmm. especially food tours. You can go to mm. some really nice food tours. And it's actually, I think it's economical when you think about you get to like taste, like test taste different foods when you're in a new country at a bunch of different restaurants that maybe if you added up full meals, it would be expensive. And now you got me thinking like, I have a lot of points on my chase card because finally we started like spending money again on eating out and things like that. But is Chase? It's been a minute since the Chase Reserve came out. What's what are the kids saying today about travel cards? Like, what's the hot new bay on the street? That's what I want to figure out. It's still that that Chase it's Reserve. Remember, used to call the Chase. I, I never can get Chase the name good right. Good time card. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What the Chase? I'm a, I'm a go on a trip card. So like that Chase Reserve card, <laughs> still a fan favorite. Also, too, yeah. um, Amex. Um, especially for business, okay. it's, a, it's a, um, a fan favorite. This is because I was just looking for a personal card because I finally decided to join the big girls of personal finance and put all my bills on a card to get my points. You know, I've never done that. I'm sorry, what? I, so you know you how like that? if like so a lot of people like anybody if you are responsible and or you have enough to pay off all your bills, like a personal finance person might suggest to you. Put all your bills on a specific credit card that gives you the points related to what you want to do, travel, gas, cash back. But put all your bills on that card and just pay the card off every month because you're, you're responsible or at least you have the finances. And I don't know why I have, I was hesitant to do so up until mm, like two months ago. For finally, I was like, Tiffany, every bill, even when I go food shopping, everything goes, I have an Amex gold card because I already have platinum for, um, for business. So I got myself an Amex gold card and I put everything on there and I just pay it off once a month. And I'm like, why did I wait so long? And so I mean, what I love about Amex is that all of the points um, typically go to the same bucket. So three of my business, so I have the Amex gold, the Liverture Academy has a platinum Amex card, and then the Budgetista has a platinum Amex card. And what's so great is that all of our points pool in the same bucket. So when I'm at Whole Foods, it goes into my points bucket. When I swipe for budget needs, it goes in the points bucket. So it's like, right now I have like half a million points in my points bucket for for my cards. And so that's what I'm doing now. Like I don't, I don't use cash or my debit card anymore because I'm like, Tiffany, you pay it off every month in full. 
So you instead, you know, I'm not paying any interest because I'm paying it off every month. So it's not an extra cost to me. It's just, and honestly, what I do is every two weeks, so I don't forget, I just pay off whatever the balance is. And so I feel like, woo, because all my like all my hostility friends in personal finance were like, girl, you late. How do you think we go on these trips? <laughs> what were you doing before? Yeah, girl, what were you doing before? Let, letting things come out of my bills account or just swiping my debit card. So, because for me, like, I know that I you were in the hot seat last week. And by the way, I feel like the audience has loved those two episodes that we did. Um, we got so many sweet messages. Um, and I think it was such a great, like, I don't know, representation of our, like our friendship and our, like our respect for one another. And I'm like, everyone needs, like, if you don't have a Tiffany or a Mandy, you can find one, you know, and find that person to share with. But yeah, so business expenses, I just sort of like put in my mind, they have to go on my business credit card. I'm a baby business owner. Yes. So I have the cute no, little no, that's true. Capital One Spark card, <laughs> nothing fancy, no fee. And it's 2% or wait, 2% cash back. So it, you know, it's not bad. But I completely separate. If it's a business expense, I put it on the Capital One. And when I was traveling for that trip, I was like, dang, you know how much I could be making if I put it on my reserve card? But something told me, just put it on the business card. Keep it separate. Yeah. No, no. So that's what I do, too. But I just realized I have three credit cards. I've got my gold personal Tiffany card, Amex. As far as, as far as Amex okay. is concerned. Oh, so and one of those have, is t- personal. Okay. Yeah. So that's the gold car. And then I, I my um, Literature Academy and the Budgetista have separate um, Amex Platinum cards. So what I like is okay. that like, even though, so whenever like, you know, you should see me sometimes I'm like, wait, what am I getting? Okay. Wait, this is, this is, this is. <laughs> At the checkout, all or, the cards. Yeah. <laughs> literally. So I'm like swipe. But what I love is all the points I earn go to the same bucket. That's what I was saying. Oh, so irrespective they don't have of separate, like a- they yep. don't care if it's a business you own. Mm-hmm. So I do like, honestly, I have to say for the way I use Amex, it's very, um, I because one, it, it offers, what I like about Amex, this is not an Amex commercial, they ain't pay me, y'all need to pay me. Yes, yeah, really. But, but hey, if you know anyone yeah. there who wants to endorse. <laughs> but what I do like about Amex is it's, yes, it's the point, but I really like the protection, especially for business. That with a regular card, if something happens, they wait and see before they give you your money back or whatever. With Amex, you get your money back right away. The, you know, like they're very um, like uh, customer centric, and that there's so many there's so many layers of like protection. You know, in 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 like I just lost, for example, I lost my budget Nista card. I don't know where I put it, and so I'm like I raced home to see had it been used, and thankfully it had not. But right online, it was super easy. I was able to cancel it. And I was able to um, to order a new one. It came the next day in the mail. They're like, girl, we do not want you to pause in spending. Continue to swipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. And so, um, but yeah, no, that's what I like about Amex is like, yes, they have these great points. Plus two, when you purchase things with Amex, like there are extra, like um, extra protection. Like for example, I did not know this, but if I put like, um, sometimes when I'm traveling, I'll get like um, rent a car and I always get the insurance. You know, but do you know if you use your Amex card, whether it's your business or your personal, depending what kind of trip it is, you don't have to get insurance. No, actually, that's not Amex. That's actually your Chase card. With Chase, I was going to say that's what I love about the Chase. Yes, card. you don't have to get insurance, yeah. and it comes with it. I was like, say and they what still now? try to sell you. They're like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. no, I'm a reserve member. They Girl. should know by now. Don't mess with us. If you feel that metal card <laughs> in your hand, just don't. Just save the sales pitch. You're not but getting I, honestly, us. I just when you like, you know, if you're someone who's ready to like use credit cards. Um, responsibly, because I wasn't always, ooh, child, I used to be wild and No, reckless. same. Mm-mm. You know, so we're certainly, we're not judging. But if you are, there's just a lot of benefits that you can lean into if you pay off your card every month in full um, and you use it respon- responsibly. Um, responsibly. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I spoke with like a millionaire millionaire today, Mandy. We have to have him on. 
okay his What's name a millionaire is, millionaire meaning like there's like millionaire million there's millionaires like me who are like girl baby toe in it's cute over here but i sit at the kids table right okay. i know maybe it's one of but i'm like ah, that's how i'm gonna feel. let you be humble about that for like <laughs> but I don't know, no what i like about, so cedric I, I met him at invest fest and he reached out to me uh at invest fest because he was like he has a book coming out um which is it sounds really awesome it's like something like um a black guy to wealth. Why, why should the white boys have all the fun or something funny like that? I just wish I love. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I was like, man, he's going to love that. Like, ooh, bring him. So um, <laughs> what I like about Cedric, though, is that he didn't start off with a lot of money, um, but he had uh, millionaire mentors who taught him how to grow. He's in his 50s. So he's like, this is like a 30 year process. Who taught him how to like, you get a little bit, you set it aside, you buy some property, you get a little bit, you know. So his, he is a very step by step practical guide to how he grew his millions. He um. He also started a software company and he was sharing how like sometimes revenues are upwards of $90 million a year. So that's what I mean by millionaire, millionaire. Like, you know, I'm still very much like new to that space, but he's been in the space for about 30 years. Plus I love just talking to him. He's like such a regular guy. And, and what I love is that he's really committed. He's like, I've made plenty of money. I am committed to helping other people figure out how to do this. You know, because there's nothing special about me except for the consistency. And no one is telling you, well, I just have, I have $20,000. What should I do? You know, I got a $50,000 bonus. What should I do? And so he just was just really awesome. So just, and honestly, it just, I was chatting with him today because he wanted advice about, you know, book marketing. And I was like, Cedric, your goals. He was like, no, your goals. I'm like, no, Cedric, your goals. So it was just really awesome. He's just such a nice guy. And I was just like, this is you know, so many people who I know are, you know, who are newly wealthy and who, you know, so we're all figuring it out together. Because if I'm honest, I know how to make money. I know how to save money. I know how to manage money. But I don't feel super comfortable managing wealth, if that makes sense. That's why I have Anjali, my financial advisor, you know. But even still, like, for example, I think I want to get another house. I think I want to buy a house in like um, this really cute town called South Orange, which is next to Newark. And then probably my sister and the kids will stay here. So my my knee jerk reaction is to purchase that house in cash, like five hundred, seven hundred thousand, whatever it's going to be, to purchase it in cash. I know because see, Mandy's like, <laughs> right? I thought we talked about this. Okay, I know. Go ahead, go ahead. But, but Cedric <laughs> is like, or to your point, Mandy, you could take that five or six or 700,000 and then get this apartment building in Jersey City that generates, you know, $10,000 a month or whatever, go get a mortgage. And I know you're like, mortgage, Tiffany, because, you know, part of me is like, still like, what if it all falls down? You know, that go get a mortgage that costs you like three or 4,000, but you're making 10 on this side. So I told him that he's my my wealth um, mentor. And he was like, all right, that's fine. As long as you, um, you know, you can be my book mentor. You know, I said, Tetris, <laughs> I'm just out here internetting, fig- figuring it out. Yeah. And so um, I just thought about that, like it, just in general. But it's it was it's it was um, it's just interesting to hear someone who has spent his lifetime slowly but surely growing wealth in a way that's not popular that's happening now, which is there's nothing wrong yeah. with like, you know, what I mean, because I'm part of that, like kind of like upstart wealth and so i just but i feel like the way he's grown his wealth is very attainable for many people versus when people ask me i'm like honestly if i had not started the budgetista what are the what's the likelihood you're going to start a budgetista 
So I don't like speaking about wealth from a place of just do like me. What? Start the budget needs to during the Great Recession? Like, honestly. Yeah. You know? And so like, yeah, I just say all that to say that like, we would, I mean, probably not until like um, his book comes out in January. So maybe in January sometime. But he was just an interesting chat when he just was really like, these are really solid, non-scammy. He's not selling anything. You know, just like I want us to do better and we can. So I'm just really loving because I've created space for myself. I'm loving um, having these conversations with just awesome people just for conversation's sake. And so he was just someone who I was like, oh, wow, you know, I talked to a lot of people who've made a lot of money, but he's the first person that I've talked to that's made it like the slow and steady wins the race way. And and, and at this level. Classic, where, you know, traditional. Yes, you know, attainable classic like a traditional. nice blue suit. Yes, and I just was like, you know, it'd be nice yeah. to have that kind of perspective of like, hey, if you don't want to start some big big old business, what does that look like? Slow and steady win the, wins the race. And like, you know, like I said, he's just a really nice guy, so. Take a quick break and see y'all in just a minute. <laughs> hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions, okay? So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. 
rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. So speaking of guests, Mandra, we have a guest today. I can't wait to meet her. You've been talking about this. I almost called her a young lady again. What am I, a boomer? <laughs> this woman, this badass for a while. But tell us yes. about Deja. Who, who, who is this lady? Why is she here? So Deja is one of my newest mentees, um, like my real life in-person mentees. Um, so I met Deja because I noticed that I always check my numbers for um, Get Girl With Money, my, my, my book. And I noticed I had this huge uptick and I was just like, this is not, it literally was like sales had doubled, like two and a half. You know, like I know, normally I sell maybe like an 800 or 1,000. It was like 2,400 one week. And I was like, that's unusual. So I searched my socials. I was like TikTok. I mean, not TikTok. I said um, Instagram, nothing special there. Facebook, nothing special. Twitter. But I was like, it's something. Someone has said something. And maybe it's in a magazine. or t But I feel like if that happened, someone would have tagged me. But because I'm old... Yeah ish um <laughs> it, it ended up being tiktok and the only way because i don't i have a tiktok but y'all know i don't be going there um someone actually shared a tiktok the tiktok on uh facebook which is where i found it because that's the only way i was gonna see it oh girl it this beautiful Age black yourself. woman <laughs> shouting out get good with money and it was such a like a great endorsement i never met her she had the book and she was just saying how awesome it was and how she's like i have a roth ira guys i have a roth ira it was just so awesome and I was like, oh my gosh. So then like I saw that it was like, you know, had like, you know, uh, over a hundred thousand views, all these comments. And so I found her on TikTok and I found her on Instagram as well. I ended up like reaching out to her. It was like, thank you so much. If you're ever in Jersey, let me know. We can link up. And she was like, actually, Finn to be in Jersey this week. I was like, really? And so we ended up like hanging out and she was so dope. I was like, you're my new mentee. You're my new mentee. I'm glad it There's no well. if ands buts about it. Um, so we wanted to have uh, Deja come on because she's awesome. Honestly, Deja doesn't even need a mentor. She's one of these I'm gonna win win no matter what, um, which is like the best type of mentor because I could just get a front row seat to her winningness. She's um, so funny too. I started following her after you talked about her. <laughs> yeah, she so is Deja says so on TikTok. We'll yeah, put a link in the bio. I mean, the, look at me in the bio in the notes. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to link your TikTok. So Deja, come on up. She's here with us. Hi, everyone. Hi, Deja. Hi, Deja. Nice to <laughs> meet you. Nice to meet you as well. So Deja, tell us a little about yourself. Of one, yeah, tell us like, you know, like, what do you do? Who are you? Let the people know. Oh, well, my name is Deja Miles Langane, and I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I currently take classes at Northeastern. Um, I own a business. I owned a vending machine for a little while, which was inspired by the Dreamcatcher Facebook group, actually. And I do TikToks occasionally. And shout out people's books as well. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you study? Goes, yeah, sorry, oh, or that too. Because <laughs> no, I'm an old lady. I'm like, tell me what you're studying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am doing a certification in project management at the moment. Oh, wow. Okay, nice. All right. So business wise, is the is the TikTok the business? No. Um, so I did an internship in 2019 in New Jersey called development. And one of the requirements was to create your own business concept. And my business concept was centered around self care. It started off as a skincare brand. But during that same summer, I had lost my um, cousin due to like mental illness as well. So I kind of shifted the um, the direction to more mental health centered. So I create skincare, self-care products and just try to be a, a light 
for people on the internet as much as I can by providing them with products to also like indulge in themselves or take the moment to like um, connect with yourself on a more intimate level. Oh, well, we're sorry about your loss, Deja. Can you share what's the name of your your company? Maybe people want to. We'll we'll share the show notes, like the link in the show notes. Sure. So my business is called Sincerely Sanguine, which is an actual real world, real word, which people don't know. So sanguine means optimistic or positive in an apparently bad or difficult situation. And sincerely is like the sign off or also like to mean genuine. So you're sincerely optimistic or positive in an apparently bad or difficult situation. See, that's why she's my mentee. Do you make this stuff yourself? Because I thought you were like a book. T- I was like, oh, she's a book talker. That's like her thing. But no, that's just like on the. OK. All right. OK. Nice. Do you make the products yourself? I do. I've been doing it since 2019, obviously, but I do make them myself and I use them myself. So I, <laughs> I know that they work. I can see your glow. I know. I was like, if you guys are not watching us on YouTube, uh, you're lost because Deja is glowing on here. She's adding to the melanin, like display on display between, you know, we we have every range. Thank you. (laughs) I was going to ask for anyone who's, because how old are you? Do you mind me asking? No, I don't mind at all. I'm 24 years old. I turned 25 December 25th of this year. Oh, will you be best friends with my cousin, Anna? She's 24 and she's also really interested in the mental health wellness space. Um, So that's my first question. My second question is for people in their early 20s, what advice do you have for someone wanting to start a business? Um, And it sounds like you've had a couple, you had a vending machine, then also the skincare line. So what interested you in starting a business and like any advice for young people listening? Um, I can give advice. So my initial life plan that I had for myself was becoming a teacher. I thought that's what I wanted to do. And then the pandemic hit. So I figured, no, I'm not teaching on Zoom. That just, that's not going to be my introduction to teaching. So because of the internship, I had a business. So I figured I will just kind of like jump around from job to job and focus on my business. So that's what I ended up doing. Um, In terms of advice for people that are interested in starting a business, I would say Figure out what industry you would like to get into and then research people that are doing what you're interested in doing. So I watched a lot of YouTube videos. Um, I also leaned on my resources because there are people who, well, for development, they have a business. So I would ask them questions and we also have a cohort. So people in the cohort, I would also ask them questions. So I would just say do your research, figure out which industry you want to go into and Trust yourself. It could be a scary process, especially if you're the first business owner in your family. But if you have a desire and you're, this is something that you're passionate about, just trust yourself and be willing to do that. Step out on faith and be willing to do that. That was really like, honestly, like I couldn't have phrased it better. That's such great advice for people who are just kind of like starting out, just figuring it out. Um, So yeah, I I meant to share, that's how I met uh, Deja. I spoke at development. Um, it's a nonprofit that helps um, young, um, black, um, kind of like future or fledging entrepreneurs. And they, a friend of mine uh, sits on their board and was like, hey, Tiffany, could you come and speak? And I said, sure. And so that's how I met, ended up meeting uh, Deja. So share with us, if you don't mind, kind of like, where are you on your financial journey? You know, like, how's that going? So that way someone who might be in your age range can kind of get a gauge of like, oh, the good, the bad, the ugly. We don't mind. No judgment here. Sure. 
So if I'm being completely honest, I'm only 90% whole because I haven't finished the last chapter of your book, but I've just been like really busy. But I'm pretty sure I, I have the information that I need at this point with the 90%. But I feel like I because of your book, I have a good gauge on where I want to see myself financially. You asked me where I see myself in five years. And I said, I want to own a house, which wasn't realistic, but I just like said something. So realistically, loans are my main priority right now. But due to Biden, uh, where I can get that forgiven, I get 20%, uh, 20,000 forgiven because I did get the Pell Grant. Oh, nice. What does that leave you with? Is that all of it? No, I have 4,000 left, but I can oh, girl. knock that out. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for putting a face to the life-changing yes! like, impact of that policy. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So loans is top priority. Um, savings for retirement. You said put a name to the your future self. My future self's name is Tony Childs after Tony from Girlfriends. Oh that's my, my favorite show. First of so, all, yeah. that, for, for the fact that that's her future self. Meanwhile, that's me now. I'm like, ah, thank you. Thank She's you. like, yeah, I love to watch old shows on TV vintage. <laughs> that's, that's my like life. girlfriends. <laughs> Period pieces. <laughs> of being a black woman in America. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, go ahead. So Tony Childs, which is me okay. now, literally. I'm like, damn, okay, go ahead. Uh-huh. Also progressing in my business finding a way to be more consistent. I feel like when I'm consistent, I do well, but because I just do so much, it's kind of hard balancing everything. I didn't say this, but I do Taekwondo. I just recently got my black belt. So that was taking up a lot of my time. Of course you did. (laughs) So that was taking up a lot of my time. So now that I've done that, I still want to contribute to my class because they do like this, like loyalty, you have to be loyal to your dojo. So I have to contribute to that. But I also want to like put myself first and do what I want to do. So business, loans, and just preparing for my future are like my three main top priorities at the moment. Can we get into like, what's so where are you now? Is this your apartment? You live with your folks? I live with my dad currently. Do you have like a little like science like lab where you're concocting skincare stuff there? How do you make a skin? How do you do skincare stuff? How do you go from the idea to making the product to selling it? Like what's your whole like business look like? I'm curious about that. Well, I know that cleanliness is very important. So I make sure I like sterilize everything, make sure everything's clean. Um, Again, this comes in terms of... um, like when you see what other people do and what you shouldn't do, I've seen other businesses. Cleanliness is not the type top priority. So for me, cleanliness is a top priority, and I make sure that a lot of my products have the consistent preservatives in them, so that you're not getting bad batches. Also, I make sure I'm on top of the batch type, so that if you're there's something potentially wrong with your batch, I understand like which batch it was, and I can correct it. I also am like I do everything from my room or from the kitchen or there's like a, a space down the street where I go and just do work there. So I just try to find spaces that work for me because I'm I'm only one person. <laughs> I'm going to say, how do you do it by yourself? So is the I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the business is like small, small now. I mean, and is the plan to grow scale like maybe I don't know what comes next? Yeah, I so. When I did the business consulting internship, I was consulting a business. I came back this year. They asked me to come back and I was the business that they were consulting. So they gave me feedback on how to improve and how to scale my business. So I haven't read the report. 
because I just recently got it, but I have to read the report and sit with it and just see what kind of feedback that they gave me. But one of the feedback was to get other people to assist me because it's a one person job as a solo entrepreneur and just creating all the products by yourself, doing um, customer service, doing your website, all that stuff by yourself is just not realistic. It's possible, but it's a lot of work and I, it's a lot. I just can't do everything by myself. No, I think honestly, Deja, I think anyone who's listening to you is like super impressed. Now you can see Mandy where I was like, ah, you're my mentee. No questions asked because you just are like, you sound like me and Mandy now, <laughs> like on top of your yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Like the fact that you're like, oh, just for, you know, the caveat, I'm only 90% financially whole. I'm like, girl, like yeah, at I'm your age, the average is 0% financially whole. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, and the fact that you've started a business so early you know, so my, one of my things that, you know, I've really been leaning into now is like living well now. Like, how are you making space for Deja? Like on top of all these impressive things that you're checking off your, your list, you know, what about you as a, as a, as a young woman, as a person, how, like, what do you, what does that look like for you? In terms of putting myself first? Yeah. Just like making space just for you. Or taking care of myself. Yeah. Cause I know, like, I love that your brand is about mental health. So it's like, how are you making sure that you're not burnt out, that you're not overworked and overwhelmed? Uh, well, working out is something that I do. Um, I, I'm not, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm really not good at prioritizing myself or my needs because I have more like a go mentality and the job is going to get done regardless. So right now I'm learning or trying to learn how to put myself first and put my needs first because I, I feel like I need to take care of everybody, not like in a savior, just like I like to be helpful. And sometimes that can be to your own detriment. So just trying to find ways to put myself first, even if that be just staying in the house and watching TV, because Sometimes I'll just go see my grandmother. I also, that's something I do too. I go see my grandmother because there's really not much I can do besides just spend time with her. So that's a way for me to decompress and just take time for myself. So doing things that I love is how I put myself first or try to put myself first. Yeah. What's your why for your business? Why start a business at 24? I'm curious. I feel like my business is larger than myself. Just based off of what's happening in the world, people are committing suicide at alarming rates of many different ages. And I feel like people are more willing to have the conversations now, but it's more so how to how to create that space where it's safe and it's comfortable for other people. Honestly, somebody can say like, I'm feeling suicidal, but if we don't have the knowledge or language to best support them, there's really not much you can do. So I just want to provide people with that space to just know that I've been through what you've possibly been through. And if, even if I haven't, I'm just here to support you. And at least you know that there's a community of other people that can support you during a difficult time. Or even if you're not having a difficult time, maybe you could be that support for someone else. Deja, I love that. It sounds, just, it's much deeper than just a product. Yes. She's just, you're just amazing. And you are what's right with the world, you know? <laughs> Thank and you. No, for I real. And I just. The children are rapping. <laughs> Teach them well, let them lead them. Deja, do you know that song? I know you don't. I do. It's by Whitney Houston. <laughs> okay, look at Deja. Yes. <laughs> so, that you know, old singer from the past. <laughs> yeah. We want to thank you so much because I think 
folks who are listening, one, I don't want you to feel bad if you're listening, like, oh my gosh, Deja is 24 and she's ahead of where I am. Um, that instead it's just that, you know, like there is a bright light that all is not lost. And sometimes we can get so overwhelmed with what's happening in the world that there are Deja's out there who are out here, you know, like figuring out how to slay and pay it forward, you know? Um, and so I'm just really impressed by like, you know, by, yes, you're driving your focus, but really too, like your heart for wanting, like, you know, you saw something, you know, that affected you deeply, um, and you created mm -hmm. a solution around it, you know, um, all my wish and hope for you is as you walk on this journey that you make sure to always incorporate taking care of yourself, you know, like, because I, like, this is what I tell Mandy all the time, Mandy, you're smart. You navigate with integrity. You work really hard. You're consistent. You always going to have. You will always have. You don't have to like road runner your way through stuff. Like because you have those things, you're always going to have. Will there be times when things are rough and tough? Certainly. But you're smart. You're consistent. You navigate with integrity and you're hardworking. You will always have. But so knowing that part, it's like in your back pocket already, making sure that while you go get it, you are looking after yourself because that mm -hmm. is not the guaranteed part. You know, that's the part you have to make sure that you, you know, you prioritize. Any, any words you want to, last words, um, Mandy, you want to share with Deja? Yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, I think you're extraordinary. And I think also when I was younger, um, when I started, when I started things, I would sometimes be really hard on myself about wanting to change my mind and like learning those lessons. And I feel like that's the, I, I wish I hadn't resisted that so much because that's part of the beauty of like starting things at all and starting them young because you can choose to go in different directions. Clearly you already are, you know, exploring many different, different opportunities. And I just would say, stay open to new things and stay open to the lessons and just know that, you know, anything that you're learning from what you're doing now can be applicable like 10 years from now, 15 years from now. And I'm just so happy to know you and you. happy to have gotten to know you. And yeah, <laughs> you'll be getting a tour. <laughs> no, 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 I'm about to, no, I'm going to set her up on a play date with my cousin, Anna. That's all. <laughs> uh, no, this is what we like. No. I love matching. No, but I love matching women who have like similar interests, but also like at different stages. I think that's the most powerful thing. So if you want a new friend, I got one. Yes. For you. It's always I'm not that opposed part. to that. Yes. That honestly, like, look awesome. at me and Mandy. Honestly, we help each other out so much. And so like having friends who are working toward what you're also working toward in similar ways is always so helpful. So Deja, if the girls want to find you, where should they find you, your business, share all your stuff? Okay. Well, my Instagram is my name, Deja underscore 35. If you like me to spell it, it's D-A-S-I-A -A underscore 35. My TikTok is Deja says so. And... All of my information would be in the bio. My business is also Sincerely Sanguine on Instagram and all the other platforms as well. I have a question for Mandy. Is your name Amandra? <laughs> no. <laughs> my name is Amanda. Uh, the joke is that, yeah, Tiff, Tiff, yeah. So like my whole life, for some reason, when people say my name at every graduation, every award ceremony, when they read my last name, Woodruff, they they conflate the end of Amanda and it's always been Amandra Woodruff and it happens so often. And then Tiff started doing it on the show and I was uh, she called me Mandra. And I'm like, this is my whole life. This is the name that people have given me. So it's not my actual name. It's what people say when they try to say my full name. In so I like to call her Mandra. I only, yeah. I only ask because my middle name is Amandra. So, oh, what? Yeah. It's a real name? Yeah, that's my middle name. 
Deja, that's- Amandra. Oh, see, I'm sorry because in my mind, I'm just like, that's a mistake of a <laughs> real thing. Wow. No, that is a real thing. I was like, I finally found somebody with that exact oh, name, but then that's oh, not even your name. Not really. <laughs> no, it's not. Unless you're saying you're wrong. <laughs> oh, we, we were all like, ah, Amandra. Oh, wait, that's your name, girl? My bad. <laughs> I thought, honestly, and I thought your shoes was going to be like, oh, she's going to ask me a career question because she just is so <laughs> impressed by me. Meanwhile... <laughs> no, uh, but Deja, honestly, we thank you so much for coming on. You are literally just an inspiration to to me, and so many people are gonna listen and be like, "Oh my gosh, she sounds awesome!" You know, you're like an example, like I said, of like the possibilities that are out there. So keep on pushing. You're not alone. You know, you can lean into me and Mandy, um, and then you'll have a new friend. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This is actually my first podcast and I was a little nervous. My throat was literally, I mean, my stomach was literally in my throat, Aww. but I feel so much oh, better now. Tell. Yeah, I know. I feel so much better. So thank you for the words of wisdom and I'll definitely keep this moment de- near and dear to my heart. Aww. It won't be the last time. Okay. This is just your first and each time will get easier and better. Yes. Thank you so much. You were awesome guests. You're welcome. Bye Deja. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru, and I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host, and I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs>